Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a good show. Hey, honeys. I wanted to pop on and update y'all on a couple things. You know the drill. The first thing I want to tell y'all about is we are about one month away from South by Southwest. And I don't think I've told y'all yet, but Natch Butte is going to be live at South by Southwest in Austin again this year, which is very exciting. And there are several opportunities to come hang out with me if you have a South by Southwest badge or if you don't. So let me go through those very quickly. Any Austin honeys, any honeys that live semi in the Austin area, or any honeys that are rolling into South by Southwest from all over the world, Listen up, babe, okay? So, where do I start? There's a wellness expo that starts the first weekend of South by Southwest. It's Saturday and Sunday, March 9th and 10th. And I'm doing one hour on the wellness stage. It's the wellness expo. You do not have to have a South by Southwest badge to enter. It is at the Palmer Center. And my slot is Saturday, March 9th, 4 p.m., on the Conscious Conversations area. I don't exactly know where that is, but it's in the Wellness Expo at the Palmer Center, and you don't have to have a South by badge, so come check it out. The whole Wellness Expo is going to be super fun. It's going to be like a little indie expo uh, with all kinds of local vendors as well as uh, makeup companies, skincare, wellness brands, all kinds of stuff. I'm actually going to have my own booth there, so you can stop by at any point and say hi to me. But I would love if any honeys came to see that because I honestly am not quite sure what I'm going to do for my hour. I think I'm going to do some cover songs. I think I'm going to blow the roof off the place. So I would love to have as many honeys as possible there to root me on. Now, the next day, Sunday, March 2nd, I'm sorry, the next day, Sunday, March 10th, guess what? I am doing another Natch Butte meetup. And this time, it's a co-meetup, honey. That's right. I am doing a co-meetup with Forever 35 because Forever 35 is also going to be at South By and we decided why don't we do a meetup together. So this is going to be a Forever Butte Natch 35 fan co-meetup and I'm very excited. It's going to be Sunday, March 10th. It's going to be at Craft which is where it was last year. So everybody save the date. I don't have the specific time yet. It'll be sometime in the evening, perhaps 5-ish, but just know Put it on the cows, hon. Sunday, March 10th is the official Natch Butte Forever 35 co-meetup in Austin. Get excited. Now, for all my honeys coming to South by Southwest who are going to have a badge, Natch Butte Live on the podcast stage at South by Southwest is happening Tuesday, March 12th at the JW Marriott downtown, right smack dab in the middle of downtown Austin, in the hubbub of South by Southwest. My show is going to be at 12.30 p.m. in the afternoon, Tuesday, March 12th, and my guest is going to be Milana Vintrube. Now, if you don't know Milana Vintrube by name, you certainly know her by reputation. You may know her as the AT&T girl. If you've ever seen the AT&T commercials with the delightful brunette, very funny. They've been running for years. That's Milana. She's an actress. She's been in a ton of movies and TV shows. She's also a director, a hilarious human, as well as a complete angel. We have so much to discuss because she's one of the most interesting fascinating, funny, well-spoken people I've ever met. Um, She was a refugee when she entered the United States at two years old and is now an advocate for refugees. She has a social media movement that she founded on the subject. She's a humanitarian as well as a beautiful, funny, amazing actress. We have so much to discuss, so I would love if all the honeys could come out and see Nash Butte live on the South by Southwest stage with my guest, Milana Vintrube. Everybody come check that out, baby. And if you are coming to South by, please go on the South by app and favorite the Nash Butte live show so I don't freak out and think nobody's coming. This is my middle school birthday party all over again. Okay, I'm very excited about all of those things. I also want to just tease that next week, 
when this show comes out, it will be February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. I have another big announcement. And all I'll say is, if you're thinking of getting yourself a Valentine's Day present, maybe wait till February 15th, honey. Okay, I have a big announcement coming next week. Okay, what else do I want to tell y'all about? Uh, this episode you're about to hear is with my friend Roz Dresveles. She's a drag queen, so we talked about Drag Race. We recorded this one week ago, and if you watch Drag Race, all I'll say is talk about foreshadowing. Uh, we talk about a couple queens. That's all I'll say. Okay, there's also an extended version of this episode on Stitcher Premium where I go through my January empties. So if that sounds exciting to you, uh, I'm excited for all of the honeys that have gone over to Stitcher Premium to hear Natch Butte because every month there are going to be extended episodes. And this month, my first bonus episode airs. I do a love spell with fan favorite Melinda Lee Holm. So... The bonus eps aren't always going to be super beauty heavy. Sometimes I'm going to use this space to experiment and have fun, but y'all are going to love it. I'm having the best time letting loose on Stitcher Premium. So everybody, I'm also letting secrets out. Um, Every month on Stitcher Premium, I'm going to release like a secret I've never told anybody. We'll see how long that goes because I'm, you know, I'm a pretty open book, but it's been really exciting. And I want to say thank you to all the honeys who have gone over to Stitcher Premium to check out the new Nash Butte content. There's so much stuff on Stitcher Premium, too, and everything's ad free. So you can hear all of Nash Butte's back catalog ad free, all the new shows ad free, and a lot of other shows. So no pressure, but I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, uh, two more things. For uh, last thing, second to last thing. Thank you to all the honeys who have been buying things out of my Poshmark closet. I did it kind of on a whim, not knowing if anybody would bite. And y'all have been buying up my shit. And it has been so exciting to me to send y'all little notes and package everything up. I want to say shout out to Sarah, who is the new owner of my pink fur coat. And I am so excited that someone is out there wearing my fur coat and that it went to a great honey named Sarah. So I'm honored that you got my coat, Sarah. Thank you for buying it. Thank you to all the honeys who have bought my stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, Poshmark Closet, (laughs) they're stressful. (laughs) You think your garment is, like, cute, and you're like, oh, yeah, these yoga pants are great. And then as you're boxing them up, you, like, see a tiny little string loose, and you're like, oh, my God, no, these pants are a mess. Or you, like, find a tiny little stain on the inside, and you're like, I'm a mess. I'm a garbage monster. I can't sell this. I've been, like, de-threading, lint-rolling, steaming things for hours. So, listen, uh, if you're a Poshmarker, my heart goes out to you. Game recognized game. It's it's a lot of work. So, thank you once again. I've added a few new things, so if you want to check it out, poshmark.com slash Jackie Michelle, I think is the thing. I'll link it on nashby.com as well, but check it out. All the proceeds are going to the California Wildlife Organization. Get excited about that. Okay, the last thing I was going to say, and I wasn't going to mention this, but you know what? Fuck it, this is my show. So, I'm about to talk about vegan shit. If you don't want to hear it, that's your business. Hit the hit the uh, fast forward button, okay? Okay, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't fucking care about sports. I love that people do, but I don't. But I love watching commercials because I'm a commercial actor by trade, and I always want to see what people are doing. But fuck Hyundai, okay? So Hyundai did this fucking commercial. They think they're so clever. Jason Bateman, you know, he had his own issues last year, okay? So Jason Bateman's in a damn elevator with all these people. And he says, hey, uh, what are you doing? They're like, we're buying a car. And he's like, oh, good luck. And so basically the bit of the commercial is he takes everybody um, down an elevator and every floor is like an annoying, inconvenient thing that nobody wants to do, such as get a root canal, uh, sit uh, in the middle seat for a six-hour flight, have the sex talk with your parent. And what's one of the floors? Vegan dinner party. That's right. Hyundai felt the need to completely make fun of vegans and everything that we're doing to help the planet by calling us out as, you know, having an inconvenience, something annoying that you have to do is eat vegan food, okay? Now, listen, there was a lot of blowback from this commercial. And uh, they even, like, started backpedaling and, like, tweeting out vegan recipes the next day. But this is all I got to say. Y'all know I can take a joke, okay? I can take a damn joke. But you know what I can't take? A joke that's not funny, okay? Because 
this is where I'm at now. Vegans already have a stereotype of like not being able to take a joke and being serious and being angry. And then you go and make me angry and make me look like I can't take a damn joke. You know what ain't funny, motherfucker? Climate change. That's what's not funny, okay? You're fucking welcome, I'm vegan. You're fucking welcome because I'm helping the damn earth, okay? So the more y'all make fun of vegans, the more it's normalized to mock the lifestyle of fucking caring about the world, okay? The lifestyle that's saving the planet. And if I really want to snowflake out, which I kind of do, one of the floors that was annoying is jury duty. And can we stop, as a society, portraying jury duty as a chore? How would you feel if you were on trial for something and everybody in that room that was there to defend you was tired and over it and wanted to go home, okay? So, fuck you, Hyundai. Jury duty is a privilege that we're all given as Americans, okay? And everybody should try and eat more vegan. That's all I gotta say about that. And also, Carl's Jr. did a damn ad for their fucking vegan burger, and I went and bought one yesterday. I haven't been to Carl's Jr. in my goddamn life. And I went yesterday, and I bought one of those burgers, and I ate it with joy on my face! Because advertising is important, okay? Use code NATCH, eat something vegan, don't buy a fucking Hyundai! And I wasn't going to say anything. I really wasn't going to say anything, but like I said, this is my fucking show, okay? Fuck you, Hyundai. Fuck you. That was such a low, shitty blow. And your cars suck anyway. I mean, Hyundais are lame. Like, when I think of Hyundai, I'm like, oh, lame. So, you know what else is lame? Making fun of people trying to help the planet. And if you drive a Hyundai, please don't email me. I'm joking. I'm trying to be funny. I'm sure they're great cars, and I love that they're affordable. Not everybody can afford another car, so that's great. But you know what? Fuck you, Hyundai! Fucking enough! Fucking enough with the vegan jokes! Ask any comic. Ask the funniest person on the planet and say, is it funny to make fun of vegans? And they're going to go, no, that's a fucking hack joke. There's nothing funny about it anymore. Hyundai, you're not funny. You're not funny, okay? Stay in your lane. You're an economical vehicle. Stay in your lane. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's all. And by the way, if you do want to hear the bonus content of this episode, it's stitcherpremium.com and then use the promo code STARBURNS for your free month. And trust me, you want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great ad. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut, natural natural Snatch my face into pieces. This is the Natchville pod. Exfoliation, then cream it. Don't give a fuck if I start my grow needling. This is the Natchville pod. This is the Natchville pod. Welcome, welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte. Put that pedal to the metal, babe. We're ready to rock. It's the Beauty Talk Shock Jock, the Queen of Creams, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, Jackie J. My intro's getting really long, too. The it's, intro's I getting long, it. and the songs are getting long. Uh, the song was great. I loved it. Thank was, you. It was a really good parody. Thank you. I love that. The genre, you like the genre of it? I love I love the genre. I love the choice. I love how you inserted cream in there. Thank you. Oh, you know what? That's my guest. Let me tell you a little bit about my guest sitting here. My guest, honey, if you don't know her, then you need to get with it, okay? My guest is a comedian has a monthly show here in Los Angeles that we're going to hear all about. She's a queen, honey. But also, (laughs) 
the host of a new paranormal comedy podcast called Ghosted, which is out now, baby. Yeah. Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Roz Dresfales is Hi. here. Hello. Thanks for having me. You know, you had me on your show, and yes. now you're on mine. Oh, so get excited. It's only fair. This is called a collab. A collab. And a I crossover. Love it. I love a crossover. Yes. Uh, all the honeys know that I love a good ghost moment. Aunt Sis. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Well, we did that so long. I know. Ago. It was right? like October. It was like or a year ago. <laughs> but you know what? Ghost stories are soon. evergreen. Yes. So people will hear your spooky ghost story on my show real yes, soon. Exactly. Before we talk about ghosted, we have lots of other things to discuss, Ross. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about drag. I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Familiar. How did you get into drag? Well, I was a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and like, I loved doing stand-up. I loved the world of stand-up, and I was just like, you know, maybe if I put a dress on, people will care. And then I got a couple of dresses, and I quit my day job after that's a year, right. and the rest is history. How interesting that that's how you started drag. <laughs> so, had you had any experience prior to, like, makeup and glam and wigs yeah, and all that? You know what? In my early 20s, I started dabbling with drag this was like 2010 mm-hmm. and um p.s i'm super congested i usually don't sound this masculine and i kind of like it honestly oh, really yeah um so- smelly cat smelly, <laughs> smelly cat what, what are they fitting out creams love it i <laughs> I started doing dabbling in drag and I was like, oh, maybe I want to be a makeup artist. Ooh. So then I started like pursuing it. Honey, I was up at the IMAT. Yes. I was buying things that I didn't know what how to uh, what I needed or not. Buying brushes, buying palettes. Buying it all. Looking into going to school for it because there wasn't much YouTube at the time. And then I started dating a makeup artist and that was great. And then I just realized like, I just don't know if... I, I, what I like so much about makeup is over the top. Yes. I like full transformation. I like camp. I like, I don't want to look like a real person, which is why I'm so drawn to drag. So doing makeup on people, you know, I did do a little bit of freelancing as a makeup artist and it would be like, you know, powder this face and, you know, you know, just, oh, here's a funny story. I got a part-time job working at Macy's mm. doing makeup and... I was studying drag, and it would be, this was in Orange County, and it would be just like a woman, oh, I've got my daughter's wedding, and I'm so excited, we're going to have a professional do my makeup for the first time, and honey, we're talking chola <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> We're talking big eyebrows, honey. You made those brows chisel liner, to the Honey. Then they would look in the mirror, and they'd scream, and... <laughs> I was like, this is not the career for me. Oh, I wish I could just be there for one. I, I wish I could have been there for one mirror reveal. Yeah. It yeah. was like, do you remember that show, The Swan? Oh, yeah. But the reverse. Yeah, the reverse <laughs> swan. Isn't uh, that insane that that show exists? What was that again? It was like you get a full transformation. It was, it was truly the darkest thing on, in our society. Like if there was a time capsule. I just remember the mirror reveal, but they, I don't remember what. They would get a person. And they would completely give them head to toe new surgery, and complete, and they weren't allowed to look at the mirror in the mirror at all. That's right. So they didn't know for what they looked like and at months, all right? for months while they were covered, and they would change their hair and their clothes and everything, and then all of a sudden they would show them themselves. It's it's it to me it's dark. It's it's it there if if aliens came down to Earth and they were like greetings. What represents your culture? And they showed them that the aliens would get back on their ship and drive away. Yeah. They would say, "This is a fucked place." Not, not a highlight. But that not was that was the early two thousands reality show world, right. and there was the a height, lot going the height on. Of it. Right? Yeah, there was. Um, who wants to marry a millionaire? Right. It was just is a lot of was, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. unproud moments. Not like Although the world I did today. Watch that. Not like you know the quality we have of uh, Lindsay Lohan's beach party. That's or, right. We have come a long way. <laughs> yeah. I have. I did watch the pilot of that. I started and I just kind of got bored. You know, I'm here for her becoming Lisa Vanderpump. I'm here for that. Yeah. You know, I'm excited sure. for her. I fight for Lindsay Lohan and I always will. Me too. My age group, we are. <laughs> 
pro Lohan, and mm-hmm. I root for her, and I always will. She holds a sp- very special Same. place in my heart. Yes. Yeah, so you know what, Lindsay? If you want to be a uh, Lisa Vanderpump, I see you. I just, that kind of reality TV, I just can't really. It was, I had a hard time watching it, but I hope, I wish her the best. Same. So that's exciting. I love hearing that. <laughs> yeah. So that's when I started dabbling in makeup. And yeah, it was, a lot of it was like trial and error. Like, I think I started like dabbling in makeup like 2008, 2009, and there wasn't, there really wasn't that much like YouTube or. So how'd you stuff. learn? Just practicing on ladies at Macy's? Practicing on myself. Yeah. And um, and then I just, yeah, that, I started selling makeup at Macy's and then I started doing it on people. And then I just literally quit. I was just like, I'm done. There's yeah. no way I can do this because it's just I, I was just bored by making people look natural. I hear that. Yeah, I mean, how would a drag queen even learn how to do drag makeup back then? Well, now, yeah, now it's like there's so much YouTube. Now you can just follow a video. When it was talking to veteran queens and them telling me what to do, and I learned a lot of tricks that way. And even, you know, since then, drag makeup has changed tremendously. Like the contouring, for example, wasn't the way it was even just this was, I guess, 10 years ago or so. It wasn't like it is now. Like that just wasn't a thing. Um yeah, it was a lot. It was weirdly like slightly more natural back then. It's gotten very layered. Yeah, which yeah. I like. Yeah, of course. So, how did you get your name, Roz Dresfeles? Um As a frugal honey, I'm here for it. Well, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, I am the bargain bin beauty honey. I <sighs> drag, and it's it, this is becoming more and more true. Based on what people see on television, the expectations are very high for drag queens to have very expensive couture clothing. Right, and they get red on on Drag Race if they come out in a bodysuit. <sighs> Honey, they get red in the bar because people, everyone's a critic now. Right. So, I just, I've never been into fancy lifestyles and i i love thrifting i love you know finding something that i can make beautiful and so i decided right off the bat that i'm going to figure out a name that lets people know yeah i know my clothes look cheap or i know this isn't you know the most fancy elegant gown you've ever seen but i look fun and i look cute and i'm having a good time so you can't read me for it because i know i'm in on it so um, I like the name Roz because it's it's kind of a classic name that you don't hear much. And that slug lady from Monsters, Inc., her name was Roz. Love it. Yeah, and I like her a lot. She's a big inspiration. Yeah, she kind of has a vintage vibe, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I just, one day backstage at a show that I was doing, someone said the name Roz, and I was like, Roz Drezvelez, and then it just stuck. Love it. Yeah. I think that's such an, a pinnacle point in a queen's career when she comes up with her name. Mm-hmm. You know, so that origin yeah. story is really fun. It was really special. I I've been really lucky to be involved with this f- uh, male perform male parody of Golden Girls mm-hmm. that we do here I've in LA. I've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'll say it. No, it's at um, Casita del Campo. That's what I meant. Yeah. At Casita yeah, del Campo. Same yes. neighborhood. And With Drew Drogi, Jackie Beats. Yes. Yes, I've been there. I've yes. seen it. Yes, I've done like, I don't know, 10 runs of that show or so with them. And it was with them. And I learned a lot about drag from working with them. And uh, we were just backstage one night. And that's where I came up with the name. And it stuck. I love that. So yeah. more into Roz's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You serve me vintage. Yeah. Do you have any rules about, I mean, kind of keeping a tone? Because, again, if I'm going for mainstream, uh, you know, I, I'd be, I'll i be dead honest. I only semi-recently got into drag culture uh, well, that's watching the rest, drag yeah, race. That's the whole world. As, it's pretty right. new to the whole world, yeah. And so you always hear categories of queens. There's comedy queens. There's uh-huh. pageant queens. There's dance queens. There's interview queens. I've heard the word interview, interview queen. Interview queens? Yeah. Am I an interview queen? Well, you know, like, she's not an interview queen, meaning on Drag Race she doesn't give the good sound bites in the interviews. Oh, yeah. You know? So Roz is uh, primarily a comedy queen. Yeah. Um I, I'm a queen that likes to use my voice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, lip syncing is really popular in the drag world, and I do lip sync, but I prefer to be the one on the microphone. Um, and, yeah, I come from the comedy world, and, yeah, I'm 
I actually think of myself as a comedian before a drag queen. Mm-hmm. So I guess I am in that category of comedy queen. So I I guess aesthetically I'm I'm really into I love the eighties. Mm-hmm. I always want to look like one of the original gorgeous ladies of wrestling mm-hmm. that like once the show ended she's like you know got a new outfit and she's looking for a new gig honey that's right so i'm always in some kind of 80s power suit or something colorful big shoulder pads and hair High biggest hair. hair possible yeah i only wear black hair mm-hmm. and um cuz yeah. that's interesting cuz a lot of queens are all over the board with their hair but yes. you like Ross to be remembered. I've heard well, you say that on something I watched you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of queens that that's part of their thing. And, and that's great. We all have different you know, reasons why we do drag. And for me, it's more of a per, uh, Roz is more of a personality as opposed to a cosplayer or mm-hmm. someone that transforms into different things. And so because I'm selling my personality, I want people to remember that it's me because sometimes I go places and I see a queen and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know you. I've met you before, but I didn't because last time you had green eyes and orange hair. And now, you know, right. so I try to keep it consistent. Um, but also I grew up... Um, Mexican in a community where there everyone had blonde hair in Michigan, and I had really bl- like I have black hair naturally. It's really dark, and you know, growing up, I was kind of uh, I felt like an outsider because of it, and and I was kind of teased at times. And I, when it came down to being able to choose what color hair I would have, I was like, well, I want to embrace it. Like it's kind of a journey to get to this place of like that's me and it's beautiful. And, yeah. And so I'm going to just say my black hair is gorgeous. So I just, I only wear that color. I love that. You know, I'm never mad at a signature. Yeah. Yeah. Rock that well, and signature. Also my number one idol is Elvira. And, <gasps> and she's, you know, she yeah. p- picked a look. Raven haired beauty. Yeah. You know, I tried to get her on Ash Butte. She's the best. I'm not, I'm still not done. She comes to Golden Girls. I've met her a oh few times. Oh, my God. Isn't she so beautiful? She's gorgeous. I mean, the woman isn't aging, number one. She's <sighs> just, she's radiant. She's the best. And I actually, <laughs> I have a tattoo on my arm of her dagger that she wears on her belt. And uh, so I, you are a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like that with anything else. Yeah, she's uh, the only time I like can't talk is around her. I've met her multiple times, and I've just turned into a whole other person. I start sweating. I can't talk. It's very strange. Um, and I, you know, I meet celebrities all the time, and it's not that. It's just for right. some reason her. She's really influenced my life. But uh, I showed her my tattoo, and she's she's like, oh, we gotta get a picture, and she posted a picture of me! Oh! oh it was so I cool. mean, how are you even still alive It was a that? major highlight. Oh, my mom is a Elvira stan. Oh, yeah? And when I was little, there's a photo that exists of my mom in full Elvira cosplay with me and my sister, and I was like a baby, all three of us in Elvira, and I'm pretty sure I'm holding my doll, and my doll is dressed like Elvira. Oh. That's how far my mom went with it. My mom is like just like you. So cool. Very cool. I love that. I love um, your mom. Elvira, come on, attribute. Thank you. Oh, my mom would love you too. Okay, where should we go from here? I want to talk a little bit about Drag Race, only because I've. I'm watching right now, mm-hmm. and I'm new to watching Drag Race, and it's something that it's is exciting, huh? It's and the best reality my show. My husband and I are super into it. Mm-hmm. And he hosts a podcast with two gay icons. Who? Uh, Betsy Sidaro and Mono Agopian. Do you know them? Yeah, are they They're UCB, UCB people? Yes. Yeah, okay. So they love drag race and talk about drag and use drag terms. And, you know, as like straight people, you know, take what you will from I try not to use terms and things that I don't know about or that aren't a part of me or whatever. Sure. But. It's so interesting. It's a whole other world. It's a whole world, honey. And, and when you go to DragCon, you see that it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's very niche, but it's getting bigger and bigger every day. I'm telling you, and it's so fun to watch. So you watch Drag Race? <laughs> I do, yeah. I host a Drag Race screening at Bar in West Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. We have to go. Yeah, stop by. Do Season's you, almost over. I know. Do you have any thoughts? Do, who, do you have any favorites right now? Um, for this current All-Stars mm-hmm. show, I really like Manila Luzon. Same. Yeah. And I've worked with her, and I, I really like her as a person. And I think she's funny. I think she gives you looks. Yeah. 
definitely also for her. so beautiful. Yes, and in and out of drag, just a very beautiful human. Well, Naomi Smalls, honey, don't even. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I breathtaking. Yes. Both ways. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I think if I saw her in real life, I might pass out. She's she's that kind of super. Have you seen her in person? You know, I don't think I've ever met her. But she has that thing. You know, I one time was at a mall and I saw Tyra Banks. Mm -hmm. I was recently telling this story. I hope it wasn't on another podcast. I don't know. It's okay if you. You know what? We all cross over. I was just at a mall, just like standing, and I saw this just image like coming this way and yeah. i didn't know what i was looking at right. but i knew i was like i can't stop looking and then it, as it got closer i realized it was tyra banks and i was like this is why you know like this makes yes, sense you get it now. you know i Supermodel. get it because we're just kind of used to seeing her on tv and yes. she's of course gorgeous but like seeing her in person and just like in a mall like around just uh, like just normal people and normal things right. it's like oh she's just like otherworldly and i feel like that with with naomi yeah same. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know Meatball? Yeah, of course. Meatball was on here. Oh yeah, and told us where Naomi gets her lips done. Oh, so if anybody wants to know, DM me. Okay. <laughs> How about we take a quick break and then when we come back, we talk makeup. Yay! Oh yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. Roz, mm-hmm. listen. The makeup game is strong. Where do we even begin? I kind of want to know the order that you get ready. Okay. Because if you watch YouTube, people do it all different ways. Yeah, and I I prefer to get ready by myself, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, because of the circumstances, I have to get ready with other drag queens, mm-hmm. and I do it so different than a lot of people. Oh, I can't wait now. Yeah, and I've taught people how to do it, and I'm like, I don't think this is how you do it, so maybe don't learn from me. No, I want to. I want to learn from you. So let's talk first prepping the skin. Okay. So you're going to be wearing a lot of makeup for a whole long night. On the mm-hmm. stage, sweating, all kinds of things. How do you prep the skin? Well, I wash my face. Mm-hmm. I usually use Peter Thomas Roth, which I don't know if that's cruelty-free. Sorry. It's not, but that's okay. I mean, we want to know. Find me an alternative. I'd love to know yeah. cruelty-free. Um, so I usually wash my face, mm-hmm. and then I moisturize with some kind of creamy... SPF situation. Love. And then, um, then what do I do? Well, how detailed are we getting here? I mean, Just I, the general. however comfortable you are, we love a product drop, honey. See, that's the thing. I feel like it's going to be disappointing because I not only do I dress for less, I also make up for less. But we love that. Okay. <laughs> I love that. There's so many honeys out there on a budge or they want the, the dramatic effect without the effort or without uh-huh. spending the dollars. Right. So, yes, we want to know it all. Okay. I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. that it's not about how much money you spend. Mm-hmm. It's about... Your skills. Yes. Now, I get that, you know, sometimes makeup is harder for some people, and that's totally fine. Uh, but, and, you know, that's when throwing some glitter on it and, and getting out the door, you're right. good to go. But uh, for me, it, I'm like, ugh, it doesn't really bother me if I'm not wearing super fancy stuff. I'm just, yes. just have to work on the technique. So, I love a drugstore queen, honey. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some <laughs> things that we, you can't, as they say, cover, cover girl, don't cover boy. So you oh, can't. Oh, I love that. I've never heard that. So sometimes you got to wear the thick. Right. The Krylon, right? Krylon, That's honey. Right. TB paint stick. That's right. Which I think is cruelty free. Yes. Krylon. Um, 
and that's the funny thing is that every drag queen goes through this where you go out and you perform and then there's usually um, people or often women that are like, I want you to teach me how to do makeup or you should do my makeup. And it's like, girl, this makeup I'm wearing, you would look crazy in everyday life. Like this is like thick, like what they put on cadavers. But um <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, my my technique. Well, so basically, I glue down the eyebrows with an Elmer's glue stick. Okay. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I've got real thick ones. So you don't shave your eyebrows. You keep them natural. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't yeah, shave because a lot of like look at Valentina this season. She just mm-hmm. shaved them all off just to start fresh. I just and for some me, do half eyebrows to make it easier. I trust me. I've considered it, but like. Look at these legs, honey. Like, I, hairy. But those brows are beautiful. Thank you. So, I appreciate it. I just personally, in my um, gender identity, I enjoy being the male side of Mm -hmm. me as well. So, um, So you maintain that. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. like to have two, two different, you know, for me... Personally, the reason that I do drag, and again, it's different for everyone, it is a character. It's like like I keep my makeup in bins, and I have friends that have like vanities mm-hmm. and like that sort of thing. Like me, no, no. It's like this is not. It's not about that for me. It's I don't know if do you get what I'm saying. Yes, uh, I totally get what you're saying. I don't know how to say it, but I love it. Um, so the eyebrows stay. Glue them down. Four, four, um, four layers of glue. And you and I've I've learned this from watching Edwin do my. You know my friend Edwin, Edwin Monzen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've watched him do drag makeup on mono, like I was just for UCB Drag Race. You have to use. I hear the, about that all the time. Oh, it's amazing! It's, Constantly, people are telling me about UCB Drag Race. If you live in Los Angeles, you have to go see Upright Citizens Brigade UCB Drag Race. Doesn't Nicole do something mm-hmm. with it? Nicole yeah. Byers, one of the hosts, it sells out instantly. That's what I hear because it's the game is strong, mm-hmm. strong. It's essentially drag race, but done on the UCB stage. There's themes. They they do all the same games. It's all just comedy queens, and everything goes, and it's so fun. But and it's not like like drag queens that like like professionally are drag queens, no, right? It's like it's comedians. People. Yeah, but, I love that. But the game is strong. Mm-hmm. They they go full out with the costumes, the makeup, the the performance is fully choreographed with the backup singers and love dancers. That. I mean, it's really, and they have a full pit crew. So there's men running around in little underwears. It's a, it's an amazing show. Um, but I watched Edwin do uh, mono. You have to use the purple glue stick, right? I only use purple. Because what happens is you put the purple on, and then once it changes color, you know it's dry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can also just touch it and tell if it's dry. Right. But So then why does everybody use the purple? That's, that's like, the reason. The drag queen standard. It just feels right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what they say is because you could tell when it's dry. But for me, even when it's, it's clear, sometimes it still feels tacky. But... God, that is a journey, figuring out how to do 100%. your eyebrows. Especially because you have such thick With eyebrows. With these things, yeah. I quit drag in in <laughs> the 2010-11 because I was like, I can't get these damn eyebrows right. Right. And, I was, and it took me, I tried spirit gum. I tried... Silly putty? Uh, uh, no, other types of glues, um, yeah. waxes. I've tried so many different things. And uh, always got to come back home to Elmer. You got to come back, home to back Elmer. Back to preschool. And... In, in, and this, again, uh, not for me, um, but for people who wouldn't know, why do drag queens block out their eyebrows? Well, <clears throat> I think that it's part of the feminization yes. of the face. Yes. You know, you're trying to change the angles of your face. You're giving yourself a more arched brow. For me personally... I don't go for female illusion. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not necessarily a believer in that uh, female illusion. Um, I just want to be among uh, being a queen, like a drag queen. Female yeah, illusion. Me personally, queen. for my drag, right. I don't. I don't identify as a female illusionist just because um, I. There's so many talented women that I would just rather see a woman. <laughs> like 
I'm not trying to fool anyone right. into thinking that I'm a woman because I'm not. So I just like hyper femininity. So it's like you want the eyebrows bigger. You know, you want right. more space to be able to draw. Oh, uh, the eye makeup. Yeah. Because typically, typically traditional male features, this is quotes, the eyebrows are a little lower. Your brow bone is lower. Yeah, so you lid. block out what you have and draw a more higher arched brow to create a more feminine, quote unquote, face. Mm-hmm. Because what is gender really? I mean, these are just constructs. Oh, but gender. Yes, exactly. I remember that. Yes. From the history books, right? <laughs> yes. Back, back when my day. Uh, okay, very interesting. So... You start with the brows. I, I well, since I do four layers of it, and that that's what takes the longest. Right. I actually I allow three hours to do my makeup, <gasps> but it's because you know it's I check the Instagrams, right, I right. check the grinders, I go get some takeout, whatever. I I just like I don't like to be rushed. It's yeah, just not my style. I love that. So I usually take about three hours, and I start with the first layer of glue. And that, when that's drying, I usually wash my brushes, do whatever I need to do, wash my brushes like I do that. But like in theory, <laughs> that's when I would do that. And then I, uh, once that layer has dried, I put on a second layer. As that one's drying, I shave. Okay. And then uh, I use aftershave as a primer for my okay. whole face. That's interesting. So I put that over the whole face. Once I get the eyebrows covered, I'm already working on the rest of my foundation and highlights and contours. Do you do any color correcting for like yeah, your beard? Because I know you're I a dark-haired honey. Orange. Yeah. Got to lay down some of that orange to cover that that blueness in the the black beard. I'm telling you, watch Drag Race, and you they don't show a lot of the getting ready, but when they do, it is absolutely fascinating. There's so many times where the I'm like colors. I can't believe how much work I put into this. Right. There's so many gigs that I do where I'm like. Like I like I do stand up, so I'll go do like tonight. I'm doing it. I do a stand up set for ten minutes, and I'm like, I just got ready for three hours. <laughs> and do you drive there with your big old wig? I don't know. I usually just have the face, and then whatever kind of like butt pads I wear underneath, mm-hmm. and like the um because I have to wear four pairs of pantyhose because of these hairy ass legs. So I usually have that on, and then I um find a private place to transform yeah. into the. Into the, the wig rest. and everything. Yeah. yeah. How interesting. Sometimes I have to drive with a wig on and it's really scary and hard. Well, I just wouldn't want it to get squished. Well, yeah, there's that. I The blind spots. Mama. Oh, right. You can't, can't see through those mirrors. No. <laughs> <laughs> and how embarrassing. I know. I'm so sorry I just rear-ended you. Um, I couldn't see through my hair. Yeah. It happens. Okay, so you're doing the makeup. Can you tell us a little bit about pinching your nose like contouring your nose because this <laughs> is such so a hard. phenomenon i think the two hardest things in makeup for me are nose contour and lashes okay because i think there are two things that are so simple on paper but they can completely transform everything in right. the wrong way or the right way right um nose for me uh it's hard because my nose is a little crooked. I think most people's are in one way or another. Everybody's are if they haven't had a, a rhinoplasty. Right. And so, um, yes, I get it wrong all the time. And it's it's hard. It's Yeah. Yeah. Are there any tried and true ways of the game? or Because I'm telling you, it is absolutely remarkable how different you can make your face look with makeup. Oh, yeah. And the noses specifically are crazy. Um, and I've seen your pictures. I mean, you know how to you know how to pinch that nose. Thank you. But I rem- I watched a video on YouTube of you and you said something about how like sometimes you look in the mirror and it's you did it crooked. And I do that all the time. I don't even really try to do it anymore because every time I do it, I look in the mirror, and my nose is just like tilting to the right. And I'm like, cool, cool. That's exactly the opposite of what I wanted to do. Well, that's the weird thing about it is like makeup. You just... You're like, how come this worked so well yesterday? Right. Is it me? Is it the makeup? Like, it's so weird. Sometimes it's just off. I call it my my, my lash mojo. What do you mean? Like, my mojo is off. Like, my, oh. my lash mojo. Because okay. I used to just pop on lash strips like it was nothing. And then some days, it's 30 minutes of fighting. Yep. It will not stay on. It will not go on. It gets stuck to my finger. And then I pull it off. And a bunch of lash glue closes my eye. And I can't get out. 
Well, that's the thing with the lashes. It's like sometimes one of them is just a little slightly bit off and yeah. then you look like one of your eyes is halfway right. closed. and that's not what you're trying to achieve. And I just spent all this time on the makeup and I do the lashes last and it's like I just ruined everything. Yeah. So lashes are absolutely last. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can people do that? I personally, for the way I do makeup, I, I couldn't, I would have to do it last or else I would just get makeup all over it. I do, I do lashes absolutely last. Yeah. But it's more just because I'm dreading it and it's like, might as well get all the fun stuff out of the way, I you hate know? It. Yeah, it's stressful. Do you wear a lot of different strips? Because when Meatball was in here, she wears, oh, she wears four, everything. four stack on top of each other. Yeah, she wears a lot. Yeah. No, I just wear two. One on each eye or two strips on each eye? Two strips on each Okay. Eye. Do you have like a signature one? 199s. Ardell? Are they Ardell I get them from friends. Okay, yeah. 199. Love it. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question that I want to ask you because lashes are not cheap. They, especially if you're doing them every gig and things, do you reuse lashes? Are you kidding? Yeah. So how do you keep them from being crusty? How do you clean them properly? Because this is what happens to me, Roz. I'm driving home. I'm like, they're already starting to kind of bother me. I rip them off. I stick them in my purse or something. And then by the time I find them, they're ruined. So I need to be better at recycling them. Oh, yeah. You have to put them in a case. Right. Well, first of all, I'm garbage. And I don't want, I don't clean them. No. But but what happens when they have like I a... I probably wear them 10, 15 times. <laughs> but what about like the glitter stuck in them and stuff? Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens where I'll, I'll decide one night that I'm going to wear glitter and they get a little glittery. And then I say, well, those are my glitter pair. And okay, uh, next yeah. time I wear <laughs> glitter, I'll wear those ones. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm lazy. I cut corners. Well, that's nice right. to hear because, um, you know, I got made fun of the other day. Edwin was like, I'm going to send you a video on how to clean your lashes because he saw my crusty ass lashes. And then I was like, oh, God, I need to learn how to wash them. Well, I always peel off any excess glue Mm -hmm. if there's some from the last time. Mm -hmm. Good to know. This is so funny. I've been talking about dead people Uh so much that I forgot about talking about makeup. This is crazy. Like, I forget because I do makeup every day on myself, but like, I don't ever talk about it. Yeah. Well, here you are. Welcome to Natch Butte. This is great. You mean you've been talking about dead people because of ghosted? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about ghosted at the end. Oh, sure. Don't try to jump the shark. No, no, You're no, in no. the other chair today, babe. I love this. I know. I'm having I the I forget best time. that I'm someone that technically wears makeup every day. Of course you do. Do you wear makeup out of drag, too? Because I saw on your Instagram you did, like, a boy beat. I did a movie recently oh. where I play a drag queen, and the character's sort of um, non-binary, and as a during-the-day presents still in makeup mm-hmm. uh so that was that okay and i look like chris jenner when i'm you did <laughs> that was fun i feel like i made a note always just one smoky eye away from being chris jenner that's me have just you ever done you her as a character i feel like you would kill that oh my god no i, I love my friends <laughs> i love that video i do too it's so pure i guess we should take one more break while we're on a nice stopping point and then when we come back Bitch, I got more questions for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. We're back! Oh, my God, what a great break. Okay, let's talk. Are there any definitive rules to your makeup? As in, I absolutely have to do this, or this is completely never allowed. Like, I never wear purple eyeshadow, or Uh, I have to use this product before I use this one, or anything, like, definitive like that. Or is it kind of just, this is how I'm feeling, this is what I do, it's evolved into this? Uh, 
Well, I mean, I do try to maintain a, a very similar look or a variation of the same look, mm-hmm. which to many people could just be considered boring. But to me, it's like it just goes with having the black hair. It's like right. the same thing. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, so I change the colors and stuff, but I usually keep the same shape of everything. Um, I, there's a couple of products I can't not use. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, tell us what they are, Roz. Well, I'm like, I'm gonna get red because I don't think that they're cruelty free. That's okay. That's okay. <sighs> okay, I wrote down a few. Of if them. there are things you absolutely love to use, we're curious. Okay, well, the cruelty free vegan. <sighs> Favorite, favorite, favorite that has now gone out of business, as far as I know, is obsessive. OCC. Ki- oh my god! Yeah, how how sad. I, my friend, Devin Green was. She was working with them, and she gave me a bunch of products to try out. I'm not even kidding you. Three years ago, I still have them and still use them. And I'm telling you, I've used them a hundred times. And may, that's <laughs> that might be not a a great thing for the business. Was that. They, Everything lasted so long, so long that you I didn't still, have to buy it. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I've worn these things a hundred plus times and I still do and I can't live without them. Yeah. So it's been an adjustment because some of these products that I've had for three years are starting to run out. Right. And I'm like, damn, like those lip tars is all I have worn for the past three years or so. And it is really sad that that brand went under because it was an indie brand and they were very supportive of Queens. Yes. So I wonder if it just was they were the the market is oversaturated and a lot but of I big mean, dogs came in and I don't know. <sighs> That that is a problem. That if you, if you, you know, what you want is for someone to use your product. Go, oh my god, I love this. I can't live without it. And then after wearing it ten times, you're like, I gotta go buy another one. Right. You know. So it's like you can't expect someone to buy a new one every three years. Um, so maybe that I don't know. I have I know literally nothing about that. But um, yeah, I I can't live without my OCC. So that. Um, but I can't live without. Inglot mm-hmm. eyeliner gel. Mm-hmm. Love that. And there's this product called um, Sparkle Dust Ooh. by La Femme. Okay. And the number 21, which is like a white, it's just like a loose, sparkly eyeshadow situation. I use that shit on my cheeks. I, t- I put a little dab on my nose. I do my brow highlight. I do it all. That thing is my that I, tried can, I cannot live without number 21 Sparkle Dust La Femme. And I'm a I'm a NYX bitch. Yes! I live for some NYX. Yeah, I love that. NYX lip liner. NYX um I've been using their lip products now that I am running out of lip tars. Uh, yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. I use NYX powders, too. Powdering is very important for a queen. It is. That's to, like, keep the makeup together. And then are you a sweater? I am a sweater. Mm-hmm. I'm always shocked at how well the makeup stays on, though. Yeah. I'm always in the back of my mind like, oh, my God. I have, sometimes I have days where I'm in, I start painting at 5 a.m. and I take it off at 2 a.m. Yeah. So I'm often shocked at how well things stay together. Maybe it, maybe it's the aftershave um, as primer. a primer. Do you use any setting sprays? If I do, it's Ben Nye, mm-hmm. which is... Um, I don't know if that's something that like everyday people would wear. Um, it's very theatrical, but I love a good Ben Nye pot moment. What's that mean? Well, What's you know, they come in little pots. Oh you yeah, know? I use like an orange Ben Nye cream for the beard. Yeah, and the brows. Color correcting. Yeah, I love a Ben Nye. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen they use uh, hairspray. That can't be good. I mean, it oh, can't. Oh, trust me, I've done it. Yeah. I've done it and it works. Yeah. And I love that feeling like you just got Botox where you're just that, like, you spray it and then you're like, I can't move. Ooh, that's how you know it's working. That's right. Yeah. And then do you use any other conv- unconven- do you use any other unconventional things? Um, I set with baby powder. Mm-hmm. I set, like, the orange stuff, like, anything underneath, I set with baby powder. Because I'm like, powder can be expensive. Like, no one's going to see it. Like, as long right. it just needs to stay in place. Right. So I'd use that. Um, I use, I mean, a glue stick. I use a spoon to, like, kind of uh, even it out I've on my brows. I've seen that on YouTube. Um, 
what else do I use? It's kind of unconventional at this point, it seems, in the drag world that I just use um, Duo Lash Glue. They all yeah. use Weave Bond. That seems pretty crazy to me. Me too. Yeah. When I can see if you're doing like the, the thick, thick, like huge sets of lashes, I think yeah. that's all you can use. But, but Duo works really well. I, so many times I'll be backstage and a girl says, oh, do you have lash glue? And I give them Duo and they're like, oh, I can't use that. It doesn't work. But like for me, it works. And I don't want all my eyelashes to be ripped out. Yeah. I have like lashes. That. As a boy. See, there's so many. <sighs> dangerous things oh yeah i'm trying to like not completely ruin everything for myself uh like speaking on that what about glitter does Ross wear a lot of glitter sometimes yeah it depends it depends what yeah i used to do it a lot more um just sometimes i'm in the mood for it but I mean, I'm. There's days where I'm like, today is just not happening, and yeah. I truly like glue a couple rhinestones and put some glitter on, and people are like, "Wow, you look amazing!" And it's like, because this is all covering up some bullshit. If you have a blemish, you just put a little rhinestone over it. Hell yeah! Yeah, I love that. Turn it into a beauty mark. That's actually a cute idea. Absolutely, I've done that. I have a zit. It's a beauty mark now. That's right. Do you have a glitter? you like or or also i'll open this up do you see other queens backstage putting glitter on have you ever eyed anything because i'm just so curious like okay like let's talk about drag race for one second so last week it was plastique plastique realness or something uh Uh and and latrice came out in a blue glitter lip Mm mm-hmm and I was like, what is that? I want to know. Yeah, I've It was done that so shimmery and beautiful. And I was like, I wish I knew. I wish after the show they would pick a queen and they would talk through their, their look and explain everything. Like, what's a glitter that will show to the back row, honey? Oh, yes, Do yeah. you know? Do you I'm have one you like? I'm not that much of a glitter queen. Yeah, that's there, okay. It, there's a Kat Von D lip that... Jackie B has been wearing that's like head turning. It's like holy shit what is on your lips. And it's like a glitter situation. But um, there's this thing that I recently became obsessed with. It's kind of hard to use, but it's NYX. Mm -hmm. So it's cheap. That's right. Raw's dress for less. Uh, That's right. And it's called Foil Play Cream Eyeshadow. Cute. And it's just like a little cream. Again, kind of hard to use it. Like kind of cakes up and it's foily. Who knows if it's good for you or not because it's like foil. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't even have to set or anything. You just put the cream on. Like I wear it on my lids and it looks super glittery. And I don't even put anything over. Like, it just stays. So, Cute. I don't know. I like that. Yeah. Because it's less messy. Right. I, you know, glitters are messy. And I don't want that all over my place. It ends up everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. For years and years. But, I mean, I guess a secret that a lot of people, maybe they know now. I don't know. I thought years ago when I learned it, I was like, this is genius. It's just like to use tape to take it off. Oh, right. Yeah. But that's so much waste of tape. I'm a then drag you... queen. I've wasted a lot of tape. Yeah. You have to tape, like, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation is, like, <laughs> the pads and the body and I the, know. And, and the um, corsets. Yeah. And you do that because you create a real shape. No. Well, I get read for it a lot. I don't wear hips. Mm-hmm. That's sort of... Also, really? Yeah, I don't wear hips. That's just, again, because I'm like, I want you to know that I'm not trying to pretend to be a lady or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just That's just one way that I do that. Um, so I wear them in my butt and I wear them in my boobs. Yeah. Because um, I come from a big booby family on both sides of the family. and I, You want to represent. I represent. <laughs> I and love so, that. You know. Love that. Hey, hey. Okay, let's see. You are Ross Dress for Less, some of the least expensive things in your beauty routine. I feel like you covered that. Oh, girl. I, you don't know how many articles of clothing I have bought for $3 and I have worn so many times. I love that. And I have made dozens of dollars wearing. 
I love that because, again, like we were discussing, and when Meatball was here, we talked about how queens will take out loans to be on Drag Race mm-hmm. and all these things because the That's game is... just silly. Right. I mean, so you go to thrift stores, you pull things out, and then they become a big part of your pieces. Yeah, and I mean, it's about altering. Mm-hmm. That's something that I wish more people knew about is tailoring. You're right. Like, why is that not a thing? Right. You just go to a thrift store, you find, like, oh my God, I love that cool, kooky 80s pattern. There's no way I can duplicate that. But it's just too big for me. It's like, well, then you go pay someone $10 and they make it fit you. Yeah. Yeah. Ta-da! And that's also why celebrities look so good in their clothes. Yeah, Because every single thing was fit exactly to them. Yeah. Yeah. Too many people are turned away by the fact that it's not their exact size. Right. Well, nothing's going to fit exactly off the rack. No! Yeah. Especially, like, when I'm wearing clothes that are made for women. Like, of course they're not going to fit me. So, yeah. Again, it goes back to, like, things like technique. Love it's it. It's way more important than the things you buy. If there's one thing you can learn from me, it's not about the money you spend. It's about the eye. I mean, it's... And the effort. It's beautiful. Thank you. Well, why don't we start a little chat about Ghosted? Listen, let's talk about Ghosted. Okay. Okay, so what's your interest in ghosts? How long have you been into it? Always. Okay, love it. Uh, well, I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. And Same. Catholics, you know, are taught about... Spooky. The paranormal. There's, there's spooky shit going on. Honey, it's yes. like... I mean, churches are kind of spooky. This 14-year-old girl was visited by a ghost with wings that told her she was pregnant like i mean honestly it's all spooky yeah it's all jesus rose from the dead like jesus touched a man who was dead and he came back to life yes that's like that's spooky i mean we don't think of it like it's spooky but like the holy spirit that's literally like a holy ghost they call it the holy ghost that's literally a ghost we go to church they're like we're no we're not drinking wine we're drinking blood Blood and eating the flesh (laughs) and even like the, the the chanting it's is all, spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catholicism is spooky. That's why I kind of loved it as a kid. I was like, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was spooky. I thought it was like so glamorous, like this man in like a big bedazzled dress, like coming down the aisle. Like, and he's like, "Yes, you better work. You better work with that Eucharist." <laughs> I see you, Jesus. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think I always naturally believed in mm-hmm. like the afterlife i know p.s i do i no longer identify as a catholic but Same. um so that kind of just instilled in my brain and then i grew up in a house where my um beautiful loving grandmother her presence was there and so i always i just kind of learned how to acknowledge when there was another presence of of the afterlife around like little things would happen as a kid all the time yeah like to the point where i would be a little bratty teenager and i would yell at my mom and then all of a sudden something would fly off the wall and i'd be like sorry grandma so like i just or maybe i'm carrie i don't know i mean i'm here for both no but i also saw my grandma one time um you'll have to tune into the podcast that's right i can't wait but that was such a loving quote unquote goes right that I it was a great conditioning for as I got older I would go to places I would work in these old historic theaters and I would be like oh I'm getting that feeling like when grandma would be around <gasps> and so then P.S. not a psychic not an expert yeah none of that but I just became aware and I was just always like almost seeking it or you know just kind of just very aware of ghosts and so I've had many experiences and I love hearing about other people's experiences some of mine have been very spooky some of them have been very cute and sweet and um, they come in all different forms and I like to hear about it so I thought hey wouldn't that be fun to just do a show that's kind of like a slumber party and we just kind of tell real ghost stories and we're having you know all different kinds of people it's sort of like celebrity ghost stories with a sense of humor at times but we also have people that just everyday people that live in haunted houses and um 
We're going to have some experts on to talk about it. We just had this guy that, uh, his name is David Omen, and he lives in a house that's on Cielo Drive right <gasps> next to oh, Sharon Tate's. Yeah. Yeah. And I used land. to walk a dog on that street. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a beautiful house. Land, our producer, uh, he, the two of us went to the house this weekend to do a little <gasps> investigating. Oh, and so we have some remote location. We had some activity, mama. Love. Some stuff happens. And you also do some fun games where you play footage. And- oh, yeah, we play EVPs or EVPs, which is when we play recordings of ghosts. Um, and then you have to guess what experts believe the ghost is saying. Love. I was really bad at that. But it was fun. fun. It was so fun. It's fun. You know, it's kind of a dark subject at times. It's kind of, um, and you know, I'm very mindful of the fact that sometimes it's you know people's loved ones that have Mm -hmm. passed that we're talking about or whatever it might be. But there's not much sense of humor in in the topic, and so it's kind of it's fun to 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 have fun with it. Well, I'm excited, and everybody, if you want to hear ghosted. It's called Ghosted with Raw's Dress for Less, Ghosted right? by Raw's Dress for Less. It's like a Ghost. fancy perfume. Love it. And if you want to hear it, pop over, baby. Because yeah. it's on the same network, but you can get it everywhere pods are. And then in case we want to see you, tell us about your live show in L.A. and where we can find you on social media. Okay, so um, I have a monthly show at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. I've been there for two years this month. And I do this really fun game show called The Once Over, and that's the s- typically the second Saturday if I'm available. Um, this next one is February 9th. Uh, come check it out. I love it. It's fun. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. So if yes. you're free, baby, come check it out. Yes, please. And, uh, oh, I'm doing this really fun tour, this uh legendary queen peaches christ she does mm-hmm. these really fun parody shows and we're doing a parody um called mean gays oh love and we're gonna be going all over the place we're going to san francisco portland seattle denver chicago and we'll be in los angeles so g- google that um go to my instagram you'll find out the info for that and, what's and that's in february instagram? and march uh my instagram is at Roz Dresvelas. That's right, honey. Honey. Love it so much. I know. I feel like I'm legally obligated to say things like honey. Well, that's that's again a whole other a whole other conversation about drag culture and and appropriation and things like that. I I try not to use certain drag (laughs) terms just because, again, if I'm not a hundred percent sure of what it means, or I have a question. Sure. Maybe you can answer this for me. Uh-huh. You know, right when RuPaul, they play the video and then she comes out. She and say, already done had hers. What does she say? It's a story that <laughs> I feel too embarrassed to either ask someone or Google it. So then, of course, I ask it where the most people can hear me. There's no there's a story that RuPaul has told before. We're, she overheard somebody saying that okay. sentence one time and it was really fun. I don't know. You'd have to okay. look it up. Well, ask I'm actually kind of it, it ma- brings me. Peace knowing that you don't know exactly what she said. Because I was like, I want to ask, but how can I ask that in a nice... I was like, what does she say right there? And I didn't want to do an impression of it because well, it I didn't know what she said. to say something else. Okay. And then that, the, the, it was not PC and they changed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So many layers to all of this. Yeah. How interesting. Thank you for shedding light on that. I'm going <laughs> to Google it and tell everybody what I find. So here's what we're going to do now, Roz, if okay. you're cool with it. Do you have 15 more minutes? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So what we're going to do now is end the ep, but Honeys with Stitcher Premium can tune in for the extended episode. So get excited Great. for that. So we're going to say bye to everybody for now. Thank you for listening. Everybody check out Ghosted. Cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>